Welcome to the Discover Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Kampmeyer, and on this show, we're dedicated to helping you discover the real you. If you're ready to find out who you are deep down and live a truly authentic life, keep listening. And don't forget, we're in this together. Hello, welcome to episode two. I am so excited. I'm glad you're here. I am ready to talk about boundaries, but this week, Uh, the universe slapped me in the face when it comes to boundaries. So I have some different things that I want to talk about than what I originally planned on talking about, which is fine because I will tell you about what's happening next week, which is super special, but that'll come at the end. So first of all, what I want to mention is that I think in episode one, where we talked about authenticity, I might have left out something that's kind of important. And that is that In order to be authentic, in order to be yourself and be that person as much as you can, I don't think that means uh, speaking your mind or saying everything that comes into your head all the time, right? We don't have to do that. And it doesn't mean you're being inauthentic if you keep things to yourself. You're absolutely 100% allowed to show the pieces of yourself that you want to show in any given moment. And to me, that is having boundaries. On the brand new Facebook page that I created this week, which is facebook.com slash discoveryourselfpod, if you want to check us out over there, I asked what having boundaries means to you. And some people responded. I also shared it on my personal page. So I got some of my friends' responses, and they were very vulnerable, very honest, all about how they don't know how to establish boundaries, or then if they have them, how to actually enforce them or use them. So I wanted to start this podcast with a reminder that I think we have boundaries more than we think we do. We definitely don't just speak our minds all the time. Um, maybe some people use Facebook as more of a journal than you know whatever, but uh, we, we do have boundaries. And some of them are easier to establish than others. Just like that, if you don't want to say something that's on your mind, you don't. You put up a boundary. You don't have to do that. Um, But some of them are a lot harder. So we're going to talk about uh, different kinds of boundaries that we can have. Uh, And then next week, I will dig into uh, more about establishing boundaries, uh, what to do when a boundary is crossed, those kinds of things with a very special guest. So stay tuned for that next week. But for now, let's talk about uh, some different types of boundaries that we can have. So number one, we can have social boundaries. Now these uh, these boundaries can include the time we allot to spend with others, the types of time we spend. So maybe time spent alone with other people, at work, that kind of thing. We can choose what events we attend. We can choose what hobbies we have. These are going to be our social boundaries, and these can extend into business. And I will use my own personal business as an example later on in this podcast. We also have physical boundaries. So we can talk about uh, physical space, our personal space. That's going to be a boundary. How we choose to be touched or touch other people with their permission. Uh, These types of physical boundaries can sometimes be hard to establish. Um, If you've ever been in um, perhaps an abusive relationship or something like that, it can be a lot harder to establish these boundaries even post getting out of that relationship. 
I could use my own personal stories as an example there, but we won't get into that in this episode. Uh, We also have mental boundaries. So those are going to be our thoughts, uh, how we choose to express ourselves in words, uh, how we listen or how we want people to listen. And these ones can also be kind of hard, but again, these ones are ones that we already probably have in place because we don't speak our mind all the time. We don't just say anything that comes right to our heads. We do have these boundaries in place. So I, I want to reiterate that only because that means we're actually practicing having boundaries and we don't even realize it. The fourth type of boundaries are emotional boundaries. So those can be in regards to our feelings, uh, what we choose to do with our feelings as we feel them, and our relationships, maybe the type of relationships we are in and how we mentally guard against the things that happen in relationships, that kind of thing. Finally, we have our spiritual boundaries. Now, these boundaries can be placed around our beliefs when it comes to things like religion. And these are just five types of boundaries. I'm sure there are more, but these, I think, are going to be the five main ones that you will deal with probably on a daily basis. Uh, When you don't have these boundaries, especially if you're in some kind of relationship, it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. It can be a caretaker relationship or just a friendship. Uh, We can end up in a codependent relationship where we're putting our needs last and putting someone else's needs first by going to the extremes. So it's really just having no boundaries. And that sums it up more simply than it really is. It can happen over the course of you know a long time where we're kind of conditioned to not have these boundaries. And when you start a relationship and you have no boundaries, it can be very hard to feel like you can place boundaries on this relationship. Establishing boundaries when you had none can be pretty scary. You can start to feel guilty like you're not being as available or helpful in this relationship or friendship, or even a business-type situation. You might feel like you're changing the relationship. And I know for me, that happened a lot, where I would want to put up some kind of boundary or, you know, maybe change the way I presented myself because I wanted to be more authentic, which can be a boundary in itself. Uh, And I would feel like I'm changing the relationship, and that would almost make me sad. Like, I don't want to change something that someone else really enjoys. But relationships, no matter what they are, they're not one-sided. And you can provide more quality connections by not multitasking, like I was doing all day and trying to be everything for everyone all the time and get my work done, uh, by limiting your time and focusing on the relationship when it's time to do so. So putting up boundaries sometimes can be scary. It can sometimes be difficult. And sometimes it doesn't have to be. But I do think we sometimes might overcomplicate things. Uh, But however, I am definitely guilty of not wanting to put up healthy boundaries. I have had a hard time feeling like changing the relationship is something I should or could do. And Over time, it sometimes starts to feel like people are taking advantage. You know, if we don't put up healthy boundaries, then people come back expecting the same behavior. But to me, the more I thought about that, it seemed like it wasn't anybody necessarily taking advantage of me. Uh, If we allow the behavior to continue, that's not someone taking advantage. That's us not having healthy boundaries. And that may sound a little controversial, or maybe that's 
you know, getting under your skin a little bit that I said that. But let me give you an example. When I first started my freelance editing business back in, oh gosh, I think it was 2012, I really wanted to be the editor. Like I wanted to work with amazing people and I wanted to just be everything they needed me to be, which is not healthy. (laughs) It led me to, I mean, I attracted a ton of clients, which was really great. Uh, And I didn't have to do a whole lot of work to get them. So it felt amazing. But all of a sudden, because I was the yes girl, I said yes to basically every request. I was working from before the sun came up to after the sun went down every single day. If we were going anywhere in the car for more than 15 minutes, I would take my computer because I didn't have the option to not get work done. In fact, I got over my car sickness because I had to take my laptop in the car to work on editing. So that could have been bad, but it seemed to work out. But it only fed into, you know, me not putting up any healthy healthy boundaries around my business. I kept saying yes because people would come to me with these requests and part of me felt flattered. Like, wow, they trust me to do all of these amazing things and to be able to get things done on time and all of this stuff. Uh, Because I was, I was having that behavior. I was doing all the things they wanted me to do and accomplishing all of the stuff on time and being who they wanted me to be. And that in turn led them to keep asking those things. And that wasn't them for the most part, I would say. That wasn't anybody trying to take advantage. It was me setting up the expectation of the behavior I was going to have and them asking for things and me not being able to say no. So I had zero healthy boundaries and that leads to burnout, you guys. I, oh, you know what? And I I don't really think I ever took a good enough break from editing until I started something new. I started actually writing more for myself and that made it hard to continue to edit for people. But I never really took the time to stop like I do now when I hit burnout. When I've not figured out my boundaries well enough, man, I crash and burn. (laughs) And one of the craziest things Uh, that I just, it actually just happened a couple of weeks ago. I was having breakfast with an author friend of mine, love her dearly. She actually offered to be on the show, so I'm going to see if she still wants to now that she knows what this is about. Uh, But we were having a conversation about, uh, you know what, I'm not even sure what exactly it was a conversation about, but I remember telling her about the same kind of thing where I just, I had no boundaries. So I said yes to something that maybe I wouldn't have. Um, But she actually sitting across from me, looked me straight in the eye and she said, you know, that's exactly why I've never asked you for anything. (laughs) Like, I know you would say yes, even if you didn't want to. And that's not the kind of relationship I wanted to have with you. You guys, I was so shocked that she said that. That was like the universe just telling me, you know exactly how it's been and now you have an opportunity to make it different. However, the opportunity came in this week and I did not make it different. So so I made a big decision that um, I don't think I can talk about yet, but I will talk about it probably on the next episode when I have my guest on. But yeah, a good friend of mine saw that I had no boundaries And she pointed it out. And I was very thankful that she gave me that feedback. I needed to hear that. And I wish I, (laughs) I mean, I've taken it to heart, 
but I old habits die hard. So another piece of advice here is to give yourself some grace and know that when you do want to establish a boundary, it's probably going to be hard if it's a boundary that's super ingrained in us. Actually, a book that I was reading last night called Radical Acceptance, uh, in the passage that I was reading, she mentioned that there's a reason why therapy always goes back all the way to childhood, because that's when we learn a lot of things. And we don't necessarily learn them because we're told. We learn by observation. As kids, we test boundaries, right, to see what we can get away with and what we can't. And then we observe how the people around us deal with the things that are going on in their lives. So that's where we get a lot of our sense of what are appropriate boundaries to put up and what aren't. You know, what kind of behavior do we put up with and what don't we put up with? When we come, when we become uh, perfectionists or super people pleasers, like I've certainly been in the past, boundaries are not easy to set up. And when you start a relationship by wanting to please somebody, you rarely put up any healthy boundaries at all. So then you have to untie all of these knots and undo all of the tangles and try to figure out how to set up boundaries when you hadn't before. And it's very difficult because you're so used to certain behavior and responding in a certain way and wanting to please somebody and make somebody happy that putting up a boundary feels completely selfish. And you, it makes you feel really guilty and it's gross, right? It just feels yucky. You don't want to do that. But like I've said, relationships are not one-sided. It's not a one-side street and your needs in a relationship matter. So some things you can do for now that uh, can help you figure out maybe if not how to actually establish these boundaries and to uphold them, just what to do to check in to see which kind of boundaries you might need to set up. So number one, uh, I invite you to check in with your feelings. When you're feeling angry or upset about something someone else did, it could be that they crossed one of your boundaries. You may not realize that it's a boundary or you may have never called it a boundary before because we don't have a lot of these things. But when you feel that anger at something someone else did, or maybe you're feeling anger, maybe not from something they did, but how you're responding to something, check in with that. See if it's a limit that's been crossed or a boundary that's been crossed. Know your limits. Know what's happening and, and be honest. Be vulnerable. If you like to journal, maybe do some journaling on it. If you like to meditate, maybe meditate on what's happening. Uh, as you check in with these feelings, you can maybe better understand why this is a boundary you might need to put in place. And again, it's not going to be easy, but it'll be worth it. Number two is to reassure yourself. Know that the feelings you are feeling, whatever emotions you're experiencing, they're valid, they're real, and they're allowed to be acknowledged. So even if you feel like this might alter a relationship you have with somebody, that's okay. It's like I said, it's not a one-way street. And bottom line is we don't owe anybody anything. They don't owe us anything either. So if we want to change something about a relationship, and I'm saying this to you as much as I'm saying this to myself, then we have the right to do that. We have the right to speak up if our feelings are hurt or if our feelings are that we need something different from relationship or we need to show up in a different way. That is a boundary you are allowed to set. It's your life, right? 
Number three is going to be voicing those boundaries. And we will talk more, I think, about this. I'm not going to make any promises because I'm not quite sure how the uh, interview or conversation is going to go uh, for next week. But next week will definitely be a lot more about um, probably how to set these boundaries. Um, so, and then once you've established them, kind of what to do, like, how do you express these or what's the best way to go about this? Because it's, you know, for people like us who don't really have any, it's very difficult. I'm certainly not taking away from any of that because I, I know (laughs) you guys, like I said, this week has just been a total slap in the face from the universe to set these boundaries, to actually enforce them, and to be okay with that, and to maybe release the expectation of what might happen afterwards. Because for me, with the boundaries that I thought I had in place that I have not been enforcing, uh, I realized something much bigger than the one boundary that I thought I needed to place. And again, that's something I can talk about at a later time, but just know that I made kind of a scary decision this week because a boundary of mine was crossed and I didn't appreciate it and I didn't respond the way I actually in the end wanted to. The way I responded was very much old behavior and I was kind of mad about that, but I have to forgive myself. I did the best in the moment that I could and honestly, I think the choice that I made was for the best, which they always are. I trust that. But it led me to a much bigger decision that I can do now on my terms rather than it being on somebody else's. So even though in the moment that boundary was crossed and I didn't quite approach it the way I maybe would have liked, I'm glad I didn't do that. And it was for a much bigger reason. So sometimes we just have to have some trust that the way we're responding to something is the way we need to respond to it in the moment and that we are doing the best we can. If you don't think you're doing the best you can, then that's something else you need to address. But I truly believe that most of us are doing the best we can with what we have, which is why I'm like becoming this huge advocate for coaching. It wasn't something I'd done in the past. And I'm super thankful that my coach came to me when I had no boundaries and I said, yeah, sure, I'll do this (laughs) to work with her uh, on all of the stuff that we worked on. But I'm, you know, again, it happened for the best. And now I'm learning so much more about myself and how to be authentic, how to establish these boundaries and just so much more about self-discovery, which is what this show is all about. It's why I'm doing the show. And I'm just so excited to share all of this stuff with you. Although in the uh, spirit of authenticity and being real with you guys about real life and this being just as real as it gets over here, um, I'm not sure if you could hear the planes or my cat scratching on his cat post or, you know, any of the other various things that happened that Uh, I think I recorded this in like eight different segments. So I apologize for any poor editing or noises in the background, but real life, you know, I, maybe it's a boundary I somehow need to set. I wouldn't be surprised. That's how the universe works. So yeah, I think if I have any action steps for you guys this week, it would be to just check in with your feelings or make notes of times when perhaps you can feel boundaries being crossed. When, you know, you're feeling like, mm, I didn't really like 
that behavior from somebody, or maybe if I'd said something else or spoke up about how I'm feeling, then something different might happen. So just check in. Just be aware. Self-awareness is so key to self-discovery. Imagine that. So that would be my action step for you this week. And then if you have any questions about boundaries, that would actually be a huge help because next week I will have my guest, which is actually my coach. You guys, I'm so excited to have this chat with her about boundaries for you guys to hear. It's going to be amazing. But if you have any questions in particular that you would like answered about boundaries so that I can make sure this episode coming up is the best it can be and the most useful for you, please feel free to email me. My email is discoveryourselfpodcast at gmail.com or you can always hit me up on Instagram and now Facebook at discoveryourselfpod. So let me know what questions you guys have and until then, I will see you guys next week on the part two episode of Boundaries with my coach. I will see you guys then. Bye.